0: You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun. We're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone you. Hey everyone and welcome to another fantastic episode of Ask Drone You, and welcome to our weekly news show. with Drone DJ. Joining me today as ever, as always, my one and only good friend in the drone industry. Just kidding. Lots of friends. But <laughs> hi, Costello. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing?
1: Hey, Paul. Thank you so much, man. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Doing good. Finally coming down. Awesome. We have been training nonstop for like three weeks. So I'm actually like excited to not do a training this week, but it's right back into the mix next week. And we are like already booked out uh, we have a training scheduled I think uh all the way out until January now. So uh things are flying.
1: Tell me about the training you're doing in Hawaii. That's the one I want to join in on, I think. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so we are doing a training in Kauai, Hawaii in January. Uh, we're offering three separate classes, a taking flight, which is like an intro class, and then yeah. our um you know our flagship course, the flight mastery course. Uh, which has really been gaining attention a lot, especially since the NTSB now requires it for all their new investigators, which I think is really cool. So that that class is really flying off the handles, but we'll also be adding a mapping class. And this training is also one of our train-the-trainer programs. So it's actually a week-long training for our instructors and then about four days of training for uh, average students. So we're opening it up to Hawaii. We are announcing a new training location in Hawaii. It's actually already on our website, so if you want to get a flight mastery training, you can get one in Hawaii now. So really, yeah. really excited about that.
1: If, if that doesn't get people on board, I don't know what will, man. I mean, Hawaii flying drones there, that's gotta be pretty amazing.
0: Well, I mean, hey, DroneU is known for creating experiences because it helps people learn. So we're just taking that to a step further. But before we talk any more about DroneU, I know there's a lot of drone news, some exciting, some pretty lame. So why don't we go ahead and get started For our first news topic, what do you have for
1: us? Let's start with the uh, less exciting stuff, I think, for you. I mean, this one, uh, I don't know if it's it's not really drone news, I guess. I mean, it doesn't fly, but I mean, DJI launched their RoboMaster S1, which is this guy. Um, Actually, one thing I think that is really cool are the wheels. I mean, if you see those wheels, they're called uh, mecanum wheels with rollers. So this thing drifts, spins, goes sideways. I mean, I think I need those wheels on my car. Would make parking in the city a heck of a lot easier. They launched this device on uh, June 11th, and it's a robot that you can build, you can program it, you can race it, you can shoot with it. Uh, it's 499, has sensors all over. So, I mean, at the offices of DJI, we were racing uh, with a bunch of people against each other and shooting a, a, each other up. It was kind of cool, but um, it's. It doesn't fly. It's not a drone. It's uh yet another step. I mean, the last three products that DJI launched are the DJI Osmo Pocket, DJI Osmo Action, and now the Robomaster. And everybody's begging them to launch a new drone. Doesn't seem like that's gonna happen anytime soon. But if you're into robotics, if you want to learn how to program and make something and program it uh, to do certain obstacles and maneuvers, then uh, the RoboMaster may be your deal. So check it out. Uh, 4.99, like I said. Uh, it's a pretty cool device, but again, it's it's not a drone.
0: Yeah, no, very interesting. I mean, it depends on the definition of a drone. I guess we could say it's an unmanned ground vehicle. But um, I will say, it's a great step in the right direction for all the kids out there. If, if this drone yeah. or this UGV makes it into classrooms and STEM classrooms around the country, I think yeah. it could be a great thing for kids. And it'll be really interesting to see what the kids end up doing with this. But without like a way to attach a camera to it or an Osmo or a Ronin or a Ronin MX or a Ronin 2 or a Ronin S or an Osmo Pocket, it's uh, got very limited usage for uh, the hobbyists and yeah. commercial pilots out there that are uh, DJI's audience. Uh, ones, like As you said, very interesting that they launched this. Great for mm-hmm. schools. They're very smart. They're trying to be like Apple. Once again, get in you know, get in really early with the kids, make an impression. And I'm sure that, that this is what it's focused around. I mean, it's got an airsoft gun on it. It's, it looks like it has an Inspire 2 FPV camera gimbal on it as well. Uh, parts that we're familiar seeing. And uh, again, interested to see what the kids come up with.
1: Yeah, I mean, apparently uh, Frank Wang, the uh, the founder of DJI, is a, a really big robotics fan. And when they started Robo, uh, what is it, Robo Wars, uh, some time ago, he wanted to come out with a device that's more accessible, that that's easier for people to get into, not so expensive, not too complicated. And I think they've done a great job making that. Um, it's it's for a different audience. It's more geared towards techies or kids that want to become engineers or learn how to program and it's an it's an easy way to get kids into robotics so that part is really cool which may of course be a step up in order to get into drone flying at some point uh, you do see a lot of the technology from the drones being used in the RoboMaster as well so I guess in that sense it might have been easy for or relatively easy for DJI to uh, come up with a product like this but it's a totally different audience than uh, the audience we're talking about when we're talking about the Inspire, Phantom, or Mavic uh, products from DJI.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more, Haya, and it's just interesting, uh, you know, to see what's coming down the line, and as we talk about what's coming down the line, it looks like there's a lot of evidence that there may be a lot more coming down the line. In fact, I'm really interested about this next piece of news, because it seems like, as we've been talking about the Phantom, being eliminated from production as a whole it looks like the phantom may be making a comeback in australia what do you have in this week's next news story
1: I wouldn't go as far as calling it a, a comeback, unfortunately, I mean I wish it was true, but uh, apparently what happened, there's a, a drone store in, uh, in one of the suburbs of, uh, from Sydney, and they were able to get their hands on a couple of uh, DJI Phantom 4 Pro version 2 models from the distributor in Australia. They said a couple. I reached out to them. I spoke with one of the owners of the store. It doesn't sound like we're talking about tens of, of drones. I mean, it sounds more like five to ten drones, possibly. Um, how and why they ended up at Camzilla, then the, that's the store in Australia, I don't know. It doesn't sound like DJI restarted production and started shipping drones or Phantoms to uh, to Australia. I don't think it's anything like that. I think this is maybe the number of drones they were able to assemble from all the parts that they still had laying around. Uh, maybe these were refurbished drones. Uh, haven't been able to confirm that, but I don't think there are that many, to be honest. So if you're in Australia and you're looking for a Phantom 4 Pro version 2, then this is your chance to get them. I just checked it early today. They're still there, but I'm sure he's going to run out of inventory pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that he would run out of inventory very quickly. Well, I was kind of excited. I was thinking, oh, wait, maybe the Phantom is coming back, but I guess not so fast so well either way moving on to the next topic in drone news it seems like as the United States implements new regulations against hobbyist drone pilots that other countries are implementing new drone laws to restrict abusive behavior. Haya what do you have?
1: Yeah, uh, this is in Japan. So in Japan, it's no longer allowed to fly a drone while being drunk. So if you do so, you can face up to one year of jail time and a fine of about 300,000 yen, which is almost 3000 US dollars they 've made it um, illegal, and the Transport Ministry says that we believe that operating drones after consuming alcohol is as serious as drunk driving, so apparently they do take it pretty seriously um, we 've had uh, similar rules enforced here in New Jersey in New York where they made uh, drunk drone flying illegal, although as we were talking about uh, this earlier before we started today 's show, uh, if you 're operating a vehicle under the influence, depending I guess on state laws, you may be uh, For illegal actions, anyway. So don't do it. Uh, If you want to drink, then drink, but don't drive. Don't fly drones afterwards. I don't think that's a great idea, whether you're in Japan, Australia, or anywhere else, really.
0: It's a good point that you bring up because, as we discussed in the enforcement podcast with the chief prosecutor of the FAA, Uh, Mr. Charles, as I like to call him, Um, he actually mentioned specifically, or we talked a little bit about, and I can't remember if it was actually on the show or pre-show, but we were talking about how the FAA is working more with local law enforcement officers, and they're trying to give them uh, enforcement protocols, but that a lot of the information actually comes down to how the state has categorized certain, well, definitions. Like, for example, if you're in the state of California or Texas, and I'm just giving these as examples, I'm not sure if the law is this way so please don't take me uh, at my word but that being said let's say you're in texas and texas defines uh vehicles as aircraft i do not know if that's the case i'm just giving this as an example so let's say as an example texas says hey aircraft are vehicles as well well if aircraft Mm -hmm. are defined as vehicles then the state of texas could use that definition as a means to enforce what is it called driving laws against you. So if the law states that it's illegal to operate a vehicle under the influence of alcohol, then depending on how the state defines vehicle, that could cause some drone pilots a big problem. Because if aircraft are defined as a vehicle, then yes, here in America, you could actually go down for uh, drinking and droning as well.
1: Yeah, and I guess it depends uh, on a state-by-state basis as to how they uh, exactly define vehicles and aircraft and whether drones are included. I know in New Jersey they made it specifically illegal. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if other states around the country would follow at some point in time.
0: Definitely could be interesting. And I mean, this is something that'll be interesting just to see how it unravels in time. Now, that being said, it looks like, you know, Haya, we've been talking about drone innovation. We've been talking about new things. That, mm. that are coming to the drone industry. But when we're looking for evidence about who may be bringing what to the industry, it seems that patents may tell the story of what we can expect. Haya, what, what's going on this week in the news?
1: Yeah, this is an interesting one. Uh, drone patent applications. so the number of patents that are filed at the uh, World uh, Organization for Patents and stuff. Um, they looked at the numbers, uh, BDO, an accountancy and um, uh, advisory company did, and they actually found out that over the last couple of years that Walmart caught up with Amazon. I mean, we all know that Amazon filed a whole bunch of, of different uh, patents for drone applications. A lot of them we, we may never see come to life probably, but at least they're claiming those idea. Now, Walmart has been catching up with Amazon, and actually last year they filed more drone patent applications than Amazon did, which is kind of interesting, but what I found was more more interesting in that same article, is that DJI actually files more patent applications, uh, drone patent applications, than Walmart and Amazon combined. Uh, China is actually leading the charge. China filed last year, which runs uh, until July of this year, so the numbers aren't fully uh, materialized yet, but they filed around 6,000 drone uh, patent applications. The US came in at a little over 2,000, so China outperforms us by uh, three times. But if you look at the companies that filed those applications, it's DJI. That's uh, by far the number one uh, company filing those applications. Interestingly enough, Parrot, the French drone maker, came in in the third place, which was interesting as well. Um, but either way, PA- DJI files more patent applications than uh, Amazon and Walmart combined. So even though we're not sure if we're going to see new drones from DJI this year, they got a, they must have a whole bunch of ideas in the pipeline, uh, which I guess result in all these uh, these filings.
0: Yeah, it is very interesting. It also goes to show that the retail race. The the key performance indicators in who is going to survive in retail over the next couple of decades is truly going to be dependent on last-mile delivery. Who is going to be able to provide with their clients the absolute fastest shipping time when someone purchases something? to that item arriving at their home or their business or whatever, it makes you wonder if Amazon and Walmart are competing like this, how are local retailers going to compete as well? And something that I can see happening is imagine a drone port on the top of every mall. Well, what if DJI understands this conundrum as well, and they're creating their own drone delivery system for unique businesses to essentially able to compete with Amazon and Walmart. And frankly, between you and I, I actually hope that that does happen as it will create more competition for Amazon and Walmart because I don't know about you, but I like competition especially since right. Amazon started you know, allowing third-party sellers to be outside of the United States. And I don't know what that has done to your Amazon spending, but between my uh, very close friend group, all, all of us, let's call them um, all the nerds, um, our Amazon spending has collectively gone down by more than 50% between the four of us. And I have oh, someone wow. who buys stuff all the time, a good friend, Jason. I mean, he literally buys something on Amazon all the time. And he's like, well, since my deliveries have been late, I've been getting incorrect orders, orders that I haven't even shipped. He's like, I just try to find the things locally now as I have a better consistency yeah. – to actually get the things that I ordered. So, you know, it just goes to show, I've been talking for a very long time about the next wave of the Industrial Revolution, and drones really are the next wave of the Industrial Revolution as they create an order of magnitude of scale in communications, in delivery, and in the way that we communicate and interact with companies as a whole. It's a platform in its own, and it can solve so many problems. What problems it does solve? Well, that's, I guess, going to be up to our regulators and to the manufacturers as a whole. But getting back to what you just mentioned, Haya, you know, you're not expecting to see a new drone this year, which it seems like may actually be uh, you taking a different uh, step or a different stake in this message, as it's been my understanding that we would not see a new drone above 500 grams this year, that we were expecting some sort of new drone from DJI, but it seems like the news has turned and there's been a twist in the Spark 2 release. What do you have for us
1: this week? Yeah, unfortunately that seems to be the case. I mean, originally the uh, Spark 2, the DJI Spark 2 was rumored to be released on July 23rd uh but late last week actually we uh, we got a note from uh, one of our industry insiders saying that due to a shift in priorities the July 2030 event is now being on hold until further notice so i don't think we're going to see a spark 2 coming in before the summer it sounds very much like what happened last year with the DJI Mavic 2 Pro and the uh, the zoom um we're not quite sure what the delay is but i think DJI is moving so fast sometimes that they stumble i mean if you look at the dji osmo pockets we're still waiting for a lot of those accessories to come to the market if you look at the RoboMaster, uh people that want to buy the Playmore more package with the controller and the extra battery you can't buy it yet and there's no definite answer on when those accessories are going to be available now we're seeing it with the spark 2 rumored to be released before the summer now it's been postponed uh, we're not quite sure if and when it's, uh, it's going to be released, if it may still happen this year. I mean, I do hope so. It's going to be a, a boring year for sure. If we don't get to see a new drone from DJI, um, the larger drones I don't count on any of them being released this year still. It seems like DJI is going to hold off with those products until the uh, beginning of next year. And that's basically related to their announcements of the ADS-B receiver component of those new drones uh, being part of all their new drones as of January 2020. So I think there's a good chance we're not going to see any drone from DJI this year, which would be very, very unfortunate indeed.
0: It would be unfortunate, but there is a silver lining or light at the end of the tunnel, as they would say, because for drone schools like me, I don't have to update all of my core classes with new drones, so hey! Hmm. Also, uh, everyone doesn't have to amortize uh, their drone this year to buy a new one. They can save that money and take a trip wherever they like to get some cool drone footage. Well, Haya, very interesting news as a lot of these kind of common themes we've been seeing take a take a pivot this week?
1: Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, um, th- I think the interesting one really is the one about the uh, patent filings and with companies, big companies like Amazon and Walmart uh, betting so heavily on, on drones as being used as the vehicle for uh, final mile delivery. I mean, of course, we all know about companies like Zipline and Wing Aviation from Google. Uh, I think the world is going to be quite a different place uh, not too long from now with how packages and products are going to be delivered to uh, to people around the country.
0: Is it just me? Or are you excited to actually live in the day and age of the Jetsons? Ha! Huh.
1: I am excited. I am excited. I'm very excited as, uh, to see what drones can do and, and how they can make a difference. I mean, there there are so many examples, of course, already out there of people's lives being saved by drones and just um, new efficiencies that are um, being able to be realized with the use of drones. A lot of those things happen on a relatively small scale still. And I think with the FEA getting the rules in place uh, for drones to be used in commercial ways and drones becoming better and better and more capable, I think... It's going to be very, very different and very interesting in the next couple of years when it comes to uh, how drones are going to make an impact on our day to day life.
0: I couldn't agree more. In fact, I'm yeah. already excited to see how Uber is using helicopters in New York City to go from the financial district over to JFK. I may just have to take the Uber helicopter <laughs> just to see how it pretty, is. Pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, anyway, Haya, thanks again for joining us uh, for this week's news. I know you couldn't make it last week. And we are yeah. all sorry for that, but uh, looking forward to seeing you again next week and kind of covering some of the uh, the issues plaguing companies using drones. And that's all I'm going to say because uh, there's a lot coming out on that side. We've been doing a lot and excited to share some of these common issues. Issues that, in my opinion, Haya, could actually affect the growth of the industry if these issues are not tackled. So really excited to go in-depth about
1: this next week. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to the next week's show, man.
0: All right, well, Haya, thanks again for joining us and looking forward to talking with you as well. For everyone else out there, thanks again for joining our show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show or leave us a review, especially if you like the news shows. We will keep them coming. If you haven't checked out all the episodes with Haya and I at the FAA Symposium, I highly recommend that you go back and check those shows. And also, Haya, as we talk and this show gets published... Um, I believe we will have published a thousand episodes of Ask Drone You, and I just want to say I'm so grateful that one of our few series and offshoots that we have done we have done with you. So I just want to say thanks for being a part of the family.
1: Hey, thank you, sir. Thank you as well, and uh, congratulations! A thousand shows is uh, is quite a feat, man. I mean, uh, that's something to be proud of.
0: Well, thank you very much. Uh, honestly, I still remember when we were sitting inside of a standard office around a circle table. Yeah and literally filming a podcast around this thing and we still have it <laughs> this is <laughs> what the podcast used to you know come from and now we have this you know this whole studio and these Beautiful, expensive microphones, and yeah, yeah. but uh, Skype still give us <laughs> still gives us the crappy audio quality. You've Gotta love that.
1: <laughs> I may have to go back and watch some of your earliest shows to see how far you've come. But uh, right now, it seems like it's a pretty uh, well oiled machine, and uh, I'm happy to be part of it. I'm looking forward to the next so many shows that we're going to be doing together.
0: I'm excited too. Hi, I'm really grateful to be working with you. Excited that I met you uh, at a conference last yeah. year. So, likewise. That's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Haya, as well. This is just something that we love to do, and we are excited to see you next week. So thanks for joining us. You are listening to another awesome episode of Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity,